0: For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins, Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is your Bruins postgame recap brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network. I'm Jake Reiser and it's Tuesday, April 11th. The Bruins, in their last home game of the regular season, taking on the Washington Capitals at TD Garden, with one last little bit of history on the line. The single-season points record in the National Hockey League now belongs to the Boston Bruins, 133 points after their 5-2 victory over the Washington Capitals. This team just is special in every single way, in every single facet. We got the rat trick tonight. I called it that on Twitter, and I'm going to coin it here. It's a rat trick. Three of the guys who you want to play against the least in the league, all scored in the same game. Brad Marchand, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Garnet Hathaway. Super fun. It's also kind of that all-nose game. Tomas Nosek got into it with his 100th career point on a beautiful goal for him. Very happy for him. Couple of themes here. The power play is alive again. The first two goals of this game were power play goals for the Bruins. The first for Brad Marchand, the second for Tyler Bertuzzi. Marchand, 16 games, got off the schneid. That's got to feel so good for him and so necessary for these Boston Bruins to go into the playoffs to have Brad Marchand with his confidence back. Sorely needed, both for him, for the team, for the fans, frankly. I'm sure. Nobody was really worried because they were still winning games. But in the back of your mind, you want everybody to be contributing. And so, great to see Marshawn get himself on the scoreboard with a goal, not just an assist, for the first time in a long time. Tyler Bertuzzi on the rebound beautiful he has been such an asset to this Bruins team and frankly I like him at net front on the power play there he probably could have had a goal in the game in Philadelphia had Pasternak's initial shot not gone in on his I believe first goal on that kind of weird shimmy shot maybe even his third on that two-on-one if Posternock is shooting for the rebound there if Sandstrom doesn't let the goal in initially. I think Bertuzzi has that rebound, but Bertuzzi has been all over the place in front of the net, so I really appreciate what he's doing to this power play. I love him as that net front presence. Um, he's been such a good asset on that third line, really just a pest to play against, and that's exactly what you want going into the playoffs. I think that's another one of the reasons why uh, Don Sweeney ended up trading for him, injuries aside with Nick Felino, but you know, very happy to have Tyler Bertuzzi in a Bruins uniform. Garnet Hathaway, the revenge game. What is it with Bruins and revenge games recently? Pavel Zaka had two against the Devils. Now Garnett Hathaway against this former team. Only a shame Orlov couldn't have notched anything tonight. As well, but that was a slick pass from Tomas Nosek, who had himself won hell of a game with a goal and an assist, his hundredth career point on a wicked shot past Charlie Lindgren. That's the other theme of tonight. Both starting goaltenders did not finish the game. Charlie Lindgren. I don't know whether it was Connor Clifton running into him or whether it was Nick Jensen falling on top of him or whether it was of Lindgren's own accord. He got pulled from the game with injury. He was definitely grimacing in pain. You hope that he's okay. Linus Allmark looked a little uncomfortable after making a save midway through the third, skated to the bench during a TV timeout, talked with the trainers, and eventually got pulled. I'm glad this isn't a situation like last time where I'm sitting on Twitter scrolling, oh my god, please tell me he's okay, please tell me he's okay, and then Jim telling us it's precautionary. I waited a little bit to make sure it was precautionary. And thank God Monty comes on after the game and says, yep, we just wanted to make sure Linus was all right. We don't have any concerns, it seems. He didn't seem very concerned about it in any case. So he'll rest. He's not starting Thursday in Montreal for sure, whether it's Swayman or Bussy, And I'd almost rather see Bussy go, don't want to risk Swayman getting hurt at all either. So thank God Linus Lomark will be okay. But interestingly enough, regardless of the fact he didn't finish the game. That is his 40th win of the season, which ties the Boston Bruins franchise record for wins by a goaltender in a season. And I know people will come, wins aren't a goaltender stat, wins are a team stat. Yeah, but to me, it's also the equivalent of, like, a goalie is a pitcher. A win is also a team stat in baseball, but it's the pitcher on the mound who helps you get there. And it's the goalie, in net, who gets you there. So congratulations to Linus Allmark for notching a franchise record in addition to the Bruins' NHL-ranked record this evening. They just continue to do so many special things. I don't want to say too much more. Frankly, there's not much more to say. The Bruins actually played a really good home game. The one last thing I probably do have to say is they scored a lot of goals. Which, yeah, the Bruins tend to score a lot of goals. It's one of the themes over the course of the 82 games, 81 games so far of this season. But as of late, and Monty even noted it, the Bruins weren't scoring much at home. They were in a lot of one-goal games. They were scoring two, maybe three goals. So to get five goals tonight, I'm sure that must make Monty and the team feel a little good. A little bit of sweat off their backs. Just like they took the shirts off their backs this evening for the fans, but... Certainly, they should be feeling a little better about their scoring at home going into the playoffs. There's no more records for these Bruins to break. There's nothing more for them to break. They've broken the glass ceiling on every record possible for them. The most wins in league history. The most points in league history. And I know there are going to be some detractors who look at that points record and go, the three-point system is flawed with the way it is right now. The Canadians' 76-77 team's record is more legit. I'd almost argue the opposite because we're in the salary cap era. You have to find a way to financially navigate such a strong team. 82 games is also immense. So to... Do what you do in the modern era. And there's not, this is no shade to that 76-77 Habs team. Just incredible. They were in the middle of an incredible multi-year Stanley Cup winning run. But to do what the Bruins did in an era where you have a cap on what you can spend on players. Where you play so many games. Where there is, I think, way more league parity than back in the 70s. Where before this season started, the expectations for these Boston Bruins were, I wouldn't say through the floor, because they're not the Arizona Coyotes. But they were really low with the Bruins' window shut. How are the Bruins going to overcome early uh, injuries to Marshawn and McAvoy, who are still recovering from off-season surgery. How, they were going to be out until Thanksgiving at the earliest. How would they recover from that? What's the goaltending situation going to be like? It's now truly on Swayman and Allmark. There's no two waiting in the wings to come and save them anymore. It's truly on these guys. David Krejci came back. Would a really older veteran be able to retranslate his game back to the league? What about Patrice Bergeron? He's an older guy. When we, when will he find the cliff? They overcame everything. I'm going to steal a little bit from Ted Lasso here for those who have watched the most recent season. Ted Lasso and his team, AFC Richmond, are projected to finish 20th in their Premier League, which is last. They would have gotten relegated and he takes them down into the sewers of London and the little joke that they kind of make is you need to make an internal sewer system and let all the poope out of your system just let it flow the bruins did that and then some this season they took all the poope they took all the shit that the uh, that people were saying about them that this was the end of their window that they wouldn't make the playoffs or that they wouldn't be contenders anymore And they just let it flow. Jack said it pretty well, and Brick said it really well at the end of this game. It's a team. Hockey is a team sport, and this is the ultimate team. Genuinely, there's nothing more perfect that this team could have done this season, at least as far as the regular season goes. This is the ultimate team. We got one more game left. They're in Montreal on Thursday at Le Centre-Belle. We'll see who plays. We'll see who rests. I think they can afford to rest a whole lot of the squad. They need to be as healthy as they can going into game one against whoever their matchup is going to be. But to finish out their home season in the regular season with a beautiful 5-2 to two victory against the Washington Capitals and set another franchise record in a season where they had so much doubt and they just continued to cast it all aside and prove why they are currently the best team in the league this has been your Bruins postgame recap brought to you by the Fans for Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network I'm Jake Reiser we will be with you one last time for the regular season Thursday night and then it's playoff time